Welcome to Dad Hammer Bolters and Booze, where we discuss all things Warhammer while staying hydrated with an adult beverage. I am David the War Boss, and I am joined this time, special special edition, by Chief Librarian Lawson himself, the only, the one and only, thankfully, Chief Librarian Lawson. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for thanks for having me yet again. Um, and also, sir, I'll have you know, if there were multiples of me, that would be a great time. We would have so much fun. Chiefs? Yes. Would it be? Yeah, the Chiefs. The Chiefs, like. <laughs> But like the football, like the football team. Hey, they they did great last year. So mm. I mean, mm. yeah, that was last year. That was last year. Well, I like to live in the past. Makes me feel good about myself. Yeah, that's important. It's important <laughs> to learn from the past. That's very good. Well, glad to have you, sir. And uh, with Medicaid Steve on temporary hiatus, we always say when when one of us is not here, they're they're lost in the warp. So uh, Steve is. Yeah, usually lost in the warp mentally, but this time physically lost in the warp. Yeah. So he'll be back. He'll be back soon. I'm no applying worries. all of my psychic powers to locate him. Don't worry. Yeah, very good. Well, we've got a great show for you once again. It uh, we it is the season. It, we're getting close. We just did some Thanksgiving shenanigans last episode. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure you go and take a listen. We talked about what we're thankful for. Uh, Warhammer themed, of course. And this episode, we are going on the Christmas gift ideas or holiday gifts, Hanukkah gifts, whatever you celebrate, Festivus. If you're buying something for someone at this time of year, <laughs> this is the, the gift list for you that's all kinds of good Warhammer stuff. Um, we're going we're gonna to hit on three different topics. One's for the gamer, one's for the hobbyist or maybe the collector. And then the third is just kind of a catch-all for anybody that thinks Warhammer is cool. So this is uh, we got a pretty extensive list here for for anyone considering buying something. And we'll also talk about the latest news for Legion Imperialis, a new epic 40K, 30K, however you want to look at it. New game uh, in a smaller scale version of Warhammer that has come out or it's getting ready to come out. They've got box set prices have have been shown. Uh, maybe they leaked. I don't know if they're official, but we'll have some reactions there and our overall thoughts on the game. And then finally, we'll round out the show with our Warhammer preview final predictions. There's been some leaks and rumors, and we're here to confirm some of those, at least from what we've heard and seen. But uh, if you're not familiar, Warhammer preview online coming out uh, as of this recording, I believe it is Saturday. Is it the 17th or the 18th? One of the two days coming up soon. So uh, check out the Warhammer community site for that online and for the website just for all the news that that hits so look forward to that thank you for listening to our show as always just make sure that you are informing your friends your colleagues your neighbors random strangers about our show just just walk up to them and yell hey do you like listening to warhammer guys (laughs) it's always a a great conversation starter Um, just tell people what you're listening to tell them you you like this show and uh, of course, rate, follow, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. And uh, check out our, our store on our website, dadhammerpodcast.com. we got some cool merch out there that uh, I happen to have been sporting earlier this week. It's very comfy, actually. Nice. So check that out. Yeah. But first, we're going to start with the most important part of every Dad Hammer podcast, and that is what are we drinking Lawson, uh, you have the mocktail. I have the Warhammer themed cocktail. 
which I am very excited about. But you have the mocktail this evening because someone has to drive the the speeder, the land speeder, the land raider, the thunderhawk. I don't I don't uh, fly land ships. I fly space boats. Okay, whatever. Well, what's your <laughs> what's your mocktail this evening, sir? Uh, my mocktail is uh, another one of those uh, powdery uh, mixed drinks thing thingies. It's the the mocktail and a powder dealios. Mm. I don't know. Yep. They're 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 easy and and I'm lazy and you know what? It makes for a good combo. So mm-hmm. this time it is a passion fruit uh, mocktail mix or well cocktail mix specifically, but whatever. Um, I just don't do the alcohol. And so same as always, I mixed it with the, um, the American ice, uh, lemonade fizzy water, and then added the powdery passion fruit mixture. It's not the best to be <laughs> totally honest. I, you're really, you're really selling us here. <laughs> well, you know what? I prefer honesty and, um, okay. this That's ain't fair. it chief. Um, it the passion fruit does not mix well with the lemonade. I think I should have gone with something else instead of the lemonade. The passion fruit is probably great. I think I just I paired it with the wrong thing. Uh, I I kind of had the theme of exclusively just using lemonade, and I was just gonna continue the theme. So three out of four, you know, that ain't that ain't half bad. So that's okay. Might yeah. try it again. Mix it up a little bit with something else. But yeah, so it's 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 it, it could be could be better. It could be worse. You know. Yeah. Don't well, don't use lemonade. Some- you don't always have a winner. I mean, I've uh, on this show. I think I've made several cocktails that I'm like, uh, yeah, I've I've got the ingredients, but I don't have it right. I think one time I, I made some with I actually crumbled a little bit of uh, graham cracker on top of it. That's what the recipe called for, and it I didn't crumble them fine enough, so it got kind of chunky and then got Ugh. all down into my drink. It wasn't Ugh. great. <laughs> you yeah, soggy. Yep, pretty much. Uh, That's that's nasty. Yeah, but tonight though, this is this is not a bad drink. This is a good one. I have some very fancy liqueur in a very fancy bottle, and uh, I'm gonna butcher the the pronunciation, but I think it is called Chambord uh, with a with a D at the end. I believe that's French. It's a it's kind of a blackberry liqueur, the uh, type of Chambord that I have. So this drink is effectively a Chambord daiquiri. Um, it's got a purplish tint to it because of the blackberry liqueur. And it reminded me of Tyranids. And I just picked up the new Tyranid Codex. And I'm calling this one a hive mind of my own. And um, as I've told Steve, anytime I come up with a really campy and stupid name for <laughs> one of these cocktails, I always tell my wife and then judge her reaction. If I get an eye roll or zero reaction, I know I've hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> so, so was, this, was uh, this an eye roll or a zero reaction? Uh, this is a zero reaction. She didn't oh, even yikes. look up from her phone. So I think I got bonus points for having that's, a really lame that's name for you the got drink. totally yeah. ignored. It was perfect. So uh, a hive mind of my own has two ounces of white rum. One ounce of Chambord. This is uh, the blackberry version, but you could probably put any kind in there. A half an ounce of lime juice, quarter ounce of simple syrup, and a little lemon twist on the top. So mm. it's got it's like a tart uh, lemonade, with, but you can definitely taste some of the blackberry in there. So it's nice. it's pretty good. It's almost like a um, it'd be better more for like a springtime punch, um, you know. But yeah. it's right now sixty two degrees outside, so it's not. 
doesn't feel wintry. That's my yeah, excuse anyway. That's that's don't, don't worry. Next week, next week's a new week. We have it. We have true. we have another chance. I'm excited. I've got yeah. I'm waiting ready for the snow. I'm oh, ready for the cold too. weather. It's it's yeah. about time. It's hoodies and sweaters and jackets yep. and you can't go outside because it's too cold. So you might as well stay inside and play video games and or Warhammer. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's a perfect excuse. Well, you enjoy your uh well, you stomach your <laughs> lame drink, <laughs> and I will continue to enjoy my hive mind of my own. Cheers and bottoms up. Cheers. All right, let's get into some festive gift ideas. Um, it is getting close to Christmas time, and we are at the show here very, very excited because... It, it either means that uh, we have permission to go buy stuff for ourselves uh, or they are gifted to us or we are gifted money and instead of spending it on something quote unquote responsible, we go out and buy Warhammer stuff. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's either a gift for you or a gift for someone else. We got, the, we got you covered. This is a, a pretty good list here. And I will preface this by saying that this is not um, this is not necessarily a, a safe list. You know, we're not going to cover things that are an, an obvious purchase. I guess this is stuff that you probably wouldn't buy for yourself, or if you were thinking about, it, you're like, ah, I don't need that, or that would be cool to have, but I really don't want to spend the money on it. Or man, this is something that's way out of my price range. It would be awesome, but still f- reasonable for someone to buy it for me. That's kind of what this list is, because we're not going to have like you know, a single character model. Okay. Well, I mean, anybody can get that. That's, you know, 20 bucks potentially, uh, 20 to 40, I guess it depends. But so this list is going to be, as I said, initially in three different categories, going to be the gamer, the tabletop gamer. Um, and then the hobbyist, which is going to be somebody who puts together models just for the sake of it, maybe paints them up, makes them look really nice. And then finally, the last category is something we're just calling just thinks Warhammer is cool. And I know several people that don't want to get into the game because it's too complicated. They don't want to paint and cut anything out uh, or put anything together with glue. They just like the lore or they like the look of it and it's all kinds of crazy and that's that's their jam. So we have a healthy list here. I'm gonna go ahead and kick us off. We're gonna start with the gamer. And um, first on on my list is really something that that I think is still relatively new with the 10th edition is any new codex. So they have just recently released the Space Marines, the Tyranid Codex, and they're kind of they're kind of pricey, uh, yeah. honestly. I mean, it's not like a budget buy. It's not like a $20 book. I mean, yeah, we're talking no, 60 bucks, 50, right? 50, 60 bucks. Like 50, 65, 60 bucks. Some, somewhere yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, that's not, that's not a cheap book. Mm-hmm. Um, and so do you have to have the codex? Not necessarily. Mm. I mean, you could you could find the stats online, um, True. but it sure well, is nice to have. I think. I mean, you don't necessarily even need the codex if you have like a Warhammer Plus subscription. It's technically, I think, free. Well, well yeah, but then they lock some of the abilities behind the codex code. Oh, that's, that's right. You have to have the codex code. Yeah, yeah that's still yeah. a thing. Well, you still have the free codexes. That were initially released with the index, yeah. yeah. So you've got it. It 
it's not that great and lacks a lot of detail, but mm-hmm. I mean, you have it. But to to your point, yeah, that's not some. Maybe you don't have the sixty five dollars to go buy a new codex right now, you or can, you don't want to, or you don't you want know? to. You don't want to spend the sixty five bucks, and no, I, I rather, respect it because you'd rather spend it on models, right? 60, yeah, obviously, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, uh, Space Marines and uh, Tyranids are, are now out, and Admech and Necrons are supposed to be coming out. I mean, hopefully within the next month or so. So uh, pretty cool there. The next item on my particular gift list would be any centerpiece model. And these are the the big boys, the big models. So if you've got, for example, if you play Necrons, the Silent King is a, mm. is a big model. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a beautiful model, really it's cool. Model. And I, I think personally that once you get, um, that's the kind of model you want to get as a gift, especially yeah. on something like Christmas morning, you open that up and now man, <laughs> you're, you're set yeah, for a while. For sure. That thing's going to take you a long time. You know what yeah. I mean? It is not, it is not a build in an afternoon kind of project, right. much less painting. I just, I can only imagine I, that is a, it, I don't play Necrons and just, I mean, between you and me, I would, I would be excited if I got the silent King for Christmas. I don't right. play Necrons, I mean, but it's just a cool model. Like it's just so, Oh, that model's so cool. Yeah, and I think too the the other thing is I was going to mention is that there are some models that don't look great, uh, and even though they're huge, which is the orc stampa. Don't, don't get the orc stampa. <laughs> just just don't do it. I have made it known on this podcast that I'm not a fan. It looks so derpy. Um, it's really not that expensive either, and I think that's why. <laughs> it's just. You know, not all giant models are great, but um, <laughs> I, I think I think it's good though to still like get a get a nice big boxed model as a gift. Pretty cool. Next on my list would be the faction dice and uh, a dice bag to go along with it. Something themed. I I've made mention uh, on a previous show that I love these faction specific dice. So no, you don't have to have it. I mean, absolutely not. You can just could use an app if you want to to roll dice you could use uh board game dice monopoly dice and all that works but there's just something cool about having when you roll instead of rolling a six you roll a orc skull or a votan symbol or a chaos symbol you know that's just it just looks cool when you roll that and i think it's a great gift idea because it's absolutely not necessary and the dice bag to go along with it if you play multiple factions like i do I have, you get on Etsy and you can find um, dice bags where they've got these specific Warhammer symbol, but they won't say it because they're not allowed to. So they can't say like Tyranid, di- it'll say like uh, scary bugs or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, finally on my list, and then lost, I'm going to kick it over to you, okay. um, is a Warhammer Plus subscription. I I am a big fan of of Warhammer Plus. Uh, highly recommend it. It's got great content, um, and you know it's one of those things where it it isn't required. Obviously, it's a subscription service, so you don't have to have it. But boy, is it is it valuable to me? It just kind of enhances um, the overall experience. And I there's tons of content on there. The, the animations. The new Necron show, Pariah Nexus, is amazing. Uh, so I highly recommend Warhammer Plus, and it's a great fringe gift 
where you maybe not want to spend it you know, on yourself. Plus you get the access to the apps and stuff. It's a great gift for anybody that loves Warhammer. So those are my four for the gamer. And Lawson, I'm going to turn it over to you because you've got some extra ones now as well. Yeah. So uh, to... Well, I guess you, you didn't end with faction dice. You, you should have ended with faction dice, and you could have perfectly oh, kicked true. it over. It's okay. That's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll let it slide <laughs> this one time. Uh, dice trays, right? So you you don't need a dice tray. Um, they're, they're not required. You can roll your dice on the table, and it's, it's A-OK. However, it's one of those things that's just... It's so it's so nice. I don't know. There's something mm. satisfying about just throwing your dice in a tray, or uh, like you can get the the octagon ones that kind of clip together and then break apart to to lay smooth, or you can do mm-hmm. the the really long rectangle ones with the squishy mat in the in the thing. Those yep, the fancier ones, I guess. Yep, yep, yep. Um, they're they're both awesome. Um, used both. I think I prefer the long ones, but if you're doing a lot of traveling. Then the break up the break the ones that break apart much nicer. They're they're much more travel friendly, but they're not as they're not as big, not as cool. But anyways, dice trays you don't need them, but they're so cool. It's so satisfying to roll your dice in a tray. You don't have to worry about them hitting your models. They're not going to fall off the table. It's just a very nice to have, especially if you're rolling a bunch of dice. Right yes. when I when I play orcs and I'm doing like eighty dice, eighty d six. I mean, no dice tray is going to hold all of that, but it keeps it from going all over the place. And you get to kind of dump them into a sandbox, essentially. And uh, yeah, it just, you know, it's just a, it's an extra thing. Give you some walls to roll your dice against. Helps contain the madness. After, after dice trays, then my next one would probably be terrain. And this is a little bit situational, we'll say. So terrain's not for everybody. Not everybody's into terrain. Not everybody really cares about the How terrain. How dare you? How dare you, sir? Terrain's okay, amazing. Well, for context, I love terrain. <laughs> I know that you love terrain. I'm just saying that not everybody's into terrain. I so know. it's it's one of those things that you could definitely get somebody as a gift. Terrain is really cool. It's it's easy to get a hold of. Um, and it comes in a lot of different flavors. You can do a couple small pieces. You can get a big terrain set. It, there's there's a ton of stuff. So terrain is a really nice one. It's if it's age of Sigmar, any age of Sigmar terrain works, you know, 40 case, you know, same, same difference. Um, some age of Sigmar slash 40 K terrain can sort of cross over. It, it depends if you paint it up, right. You could make some 40 K walls look like age of Sigmar walls, but mm-hmm. um, terrain's a good one. Next on my list would be the white dwarf subscription. This one again is a tad situational. But uh, for if if you're if you're a gamer, I, I kind of just have to white dwarf subscription for sure. It's going to give you painting tips. It's going to just be super cool, fun stuff to read about the hobby in general. And then occasionally, some editions have the special combat patrol missions that that we played once. Um, I've seen some that have uh, kill team special kill team squads that you can do because I have one of those. I got I got one for that it's it's got all kinds of just really cool goodies inside of it that aren't always there but you know i think every edition has something unique to it obviously but something that can be translated into a game into one of the games that you play so i think it's cool though just just to get something in the mail yeah. right and it's it's themed around the game that you love plus all the tear outs and the cards and mm-hmm. 
that when you say goodies, I mean, that's kind of the way that I feel. The latest issue just hit my mailbox. Um, and I haven't had a chance to flip through the whole thing, but as soon as I opened it up, like, I mean, all kinds of stuff fell out. It was a, uh, a uh, two pages of punch out cards for oh, the nice. AOS uh, narrative campaign that they have, a fold out poster for the new video game Realms of Ruin, double sided. And then they had another uh, mission that's both uh, Age of Sigmar on one side and then 40K on the other. It's oh, like nice. a nice glossy cardstock. So, I mean, you know, it's not, you don't have to have that, but I totally agree that it's a, it's not that expensive. It's a, it's a perfect gift. I think it's $90 for the year subscription. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's one of those where it's not necessarily in the 20 to $30, you know, friend range for somebody that, because if you're having to buy for a lot of friends, it get kind of pricey, but that's a, that's a good gift for somebody that maybe, um, you, you know, is big into Warhammer or maybe thinking about it. Like I, I think that that price range is is pretty good, and even even if you don't buy the full year, you can still go to your local store and buy several issues. And all those issues they don't they don't expire. You know, none of the content on there is going to be outdated. It's all going to work. Right. Yeah. So uh, also, shame on you. You spoiled some of that. I haven't gotten my my copy what? yet. So oh, I did. I didn't know they had all that cool stuff. That's okay. I have. It's fine. I'll forgive you because I'm still excited. Now I have something well, to look forward uh, to. Just kidding. It's all terrible. <laughs> there's, there's nothing. <laughs> nothing to see here, folks. I totally made it up. It's all a lie. <laughs> After the white dwarfs on the list, um, I would do consider doing uh, the gaming mats. So. I personally don't have a gaming mat, but I've played against you and you have the gaming mats and they are they are, are incredible. They're so cool. You can get the double-sided neoprene gaming mats and you can get mm-hmm. them in the 6x4, so the full, old, well, I say old ninth edition type of table size, which we still use. Um, you can get them in the smaller versions that are more 10th edition. I think they even sell combat patrol sizes too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can get them single-sided. I think, or double-sided. I think most of them just come double-sided, though. But you can get, mm. like, city ruins and, like, a nice grassy field type thing. And it's, again, you don't need it. But it is, once again, so cool to just have your terrain, set it up on the mat. When it matches the mat and stuff like that, it's just, it's so awesome. It sets Very the scene. Very immersive. Yes, yeah. it is 100% worth having. Do you need it? Yeah. No, but I it's mean, so worth it. Yeah, because if you're going to play on a dining room table, you know, and you got the wood grain and maybe some uh, some stains from the, you know, chicken <laughs> that, that you, you had the other night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're and that's not uh, th- that's not difficult terrain anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just no. gross at that point. <laughs> but if you got a nice big mat and it, it feels good and uh, you know, funny enough, it is somewhat resistant to stains because I've spilt entire cups of coffee, uh, beer, uh, soft drinks. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff been spilled on those things. And the great part about them is that they're supposed to be kind of beat up, ruined, you know, muddy, grassy, destroyed city kind of thing. So you really don't notice. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so, you're, you're just adding detail to your terrain. Exactly. <laughs> so I spilled the entire cup of coffee on a battle mat that had, it was more of a grassy field, but it had some mud in it. And I got, I got, I mean, all of it up, I think. Uh, but if there was some stain, you'd never know, which is nice. great. Yeah. 
for for the record, we're not condoning that you just start randomly spilling drinks on your uh, gaming mats. But I mean, to each their you, own. But if you do, Some, you're probably yeah. okay. You're probably yeah. From experience, you're fine for at least three spills. <laughs> <laughs> Up to three spills. <laughs> Up to three is, is all I can say. After gaming mats, my last one on the list would be a wound tracker. So, Games Workshop doesn't sell. Uh, wound tracker discs and I don't really know specifically what to call them I see them all the time I, but I don't know what they're called but it's the disc that kind of spins on itself and you can like mm-hmm. twist it and it shows a different number and all the other numbers are covered people use them all the time uh, when they do uh, battle reports so I'm familiar with what they look like and I just don't know specifically what they would necessarily be called but they're wound trackers basically yeah. um, those you don't need them. You can always just take a 20 sided dice and count your wounds or something like that, or a six sided dice, you know, depending, but a wound tracker is just another one of those things. That's just looks really cool. It's nice to have. It's, it's a little bit easier to use. You don't spend, you know, 10 minutes just trying to find that number nine on a 20 sided dice. You know, you can just twist the thing and you're good to go. So it's nice to have, you don't need it, but it's pretty cool. Um, so that'd be yeah, my I last one on the list yeah. for gamers. So we can move on to the hobby ones and I'll pitch it over to you and you can start with your, your list for hobby Christmas or hobby Fantastic. gift ideas. Fantastic. Thank you. So hopefully that, that list, uh, was good for all the gamers out there, the people that are, have, have gamers in their lives that they want to, uh, provide. But there is, as we all know, as you just said, there is a hobby list. There's another side to this whole thing of Warhammer and it's not I mean we we've talked about this before I'm not a big fan of the lore I I paint and put together models because it's a it's a means to an end you know I don't love it it's fine but I if they if I could wave a magic wand and and I could just buy the models and they'd all be painted ready to go I would totally do that mm-hmm. uh but to on the flip side if you are a gamer or you're thinking about it there's something about when you put together a model, you do form a, a little bit of an attachment to it. And when you put it on the table, you're less likely to um, dismiss it. I, I don't know how to describe it because I've played other games like Star Wars Armada, which mm-hmm. we bought all the ships and we had tons of ships to play with and they're all pre-painted. And yeah, you can spruce them up a little bit, but everything's already assembled, super easy. And it was so easy for me to sell the game. We ended up not playing it as much. I, but I sold the game and I had no remorse. Whereas I have tons of Warhammer models. I can't really put a price on on models that you've assembled and painted because I've literally put thousands of hours yeah. of time into getting these things together. So I just want to say that, like, even if you are not necessarily big into the hobby side, you may have someone in your in your social circle or or family that is a big Warhammer gamer, you can still kind of give them some some goodies in the, on the hobby side. So I've got four that I'm going to list, and then I'll pitch it over to you, Lawson. The first one that I have in the hobby gift list realm would be a really nice set of clippers or, or snippers or whatever you want to call them. They are officially from Citadel, the, mm. the manufacturer. They, I think they're called Citadel Super Fine Detail Cutters which is a, a bit of a, of a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, right? But, I mean, you can buy the cheap floral cutters. Most people can you know, go to a craft store, Walmart, whatever, and get some for like 
five bucks. I mean, yeah. they're super cheap mm-hmm. and uh, wire cutters, whatever. It'll, it'll all work fine. They, those are just, just fine when you're clipping out models. However, I mean, the, the Citadel ones, I think are like $45. And that sounds absolutely insane for some, some scissors <laughs> effectively. Yeah. And it is, it, it's the, it, you know, it's a, it's a pretty price to pay, but, I bought some because, you know, I I do this all the time and they are nice. They're really nice. It's kind of, is it worth $45? Eh, You know, to each their own. Um, I would say it's probably more of a $30 product, Yeah, but it, it does get in closer to the model. So it's less to have to manage. Again, you don't need this, but it's a cool gift. It's a great stocking stuffer. It fits in a little box and you can throw it in a stocking. So perfect for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I I own a pair myself, and it is yeah. You don't need it. Probably 40, 40 45 bucks, a little high. I will say the 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 cut quality. Um, having used the cheap ones and then using these, the cut quality is night and day difference. Oh, it for sure. Clips super smooth, and when it comes to having to trim the the rest of the flash or the snipping remains off, easy. There's virtually nothing there because it mm-hmm. clips so smooth it's they 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 were awesome i i like you said to each his own i am so glad that i picked some up yeah agreed and then also just uh this is more of a bonus but the mold line remover too that citadel makes is actually really really good sounds dumb but it is like a file for getting off the flashing bits it's really sturdy i highly recommend it uh i didn't include it originally on my list but it's sitting here in front of me and the mold line remover <laughs> along with the detail cutters, really great stocking stuffers. So highly recommend those. Um, next on my list is <laughs> it's going to sound incredibly stupid. Um, and it kind of is, but this is the official Citadel paint pot or water pot or whatever you want to call it. It's a, it's a cup where you put your water paint for your water. paint. Get, yeah. It, it sounds really dumb. But uh, I, yes, you can use a glass, a cup, a little tray, one of those things that you get at the dollar store. Any of that stuff will absolutely work to hold water. <laughs> so <laughs> it, this is not required. But this cup I have never spilled uh, because it is made for it's it's got a wider base. It's got little ridges on the top where you can set your your paintbrush. Um, it's got little ridges on the inside if you need to get paint off of it. Um, I, it's not that expensive. I want to say it's like 10, 15 bucks, yeah. but it is a cup. Okay. So don't get too <laughs> excited, but it it's really nice. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, but it's one of those things. It's a great gift for, it's not very expensive. So if you got somebody that maybe you're just trying to round it out and you got, you already got them 20, $30 gift or something. You're like, eh, let's get them something else. This along with another thing was, is to me is, is a, is a good gift. So, yeah. I really enjoyed the paint cup. I've never used anything else. It was just I had the paint cup from the minute I got into the hobby. Yeah. Likewise, I have I've never spilled it, and I have practically punched my paint cup before. Um, <laughs> I was reaching across my table, and I just walloped it real good. Now it did spill, but it didn't tip over. Uh, it tip just over, I, yes. I hit it so hard that the water sloshed and came out a little bit, but mm-hmm. the cup never tipped over, not once, and I was. I was absolutely shocked because, you know, when you think of the uh, shade paints from GW, you you blow on them slightly and they fall over and spill shade everywhere. But the, yep. the paint pots, super solid. Very impressed. Yeah, agreed. 
Um, next on my list is kind of a combination of several products because if you just buy one of these, it's not going to have, it's not going to be a good time in my opinion, but, uh, so three products, a paint rack, and this is specific to hold your paints and I'm going to put paint rack in air quotes. Cause really you go on Amazon and you search for the makeup bottle holders. It's like a three tiered, uh, or, or more, um, plastic looking thing where it holds all this citadel uh, paints and that's what i buy but it'll hold in anything else and really there's a ton of these online too you can get some that are laser cut out of wood and but anything that holds all the paints is much nicer than just throwing them all in a shoebox. so <laughs> if you've got someone who's just started in the hobby that's what everybody does you throw it in a shoebox or a plastic bin and then you realize that this is a pain and everything's toppling over so having a nice paint rack is good um, also a, a cutting mat, and these are relatively cheap. You can get them at, at any craft store or Walmart. And, uh, it's just a nice mat where you can, if you're, if you're especially for cutting transfers, if you're going to put those little mm. sticker things on your models, um, yeah. cutting those out, just nice to have a little mat. Plus when you spill paint or shade, uh, <laughs> on them, um, it, it catches that. And, uh, I'm not saying I've done it, but I totally have. <laughs> <laughs> And then finally, to round out this, um, see, I mean, you don't want to get a cutting mat for Christmas. Like, that's kind of, like, if you open that and you're like, oh, thanks for the plastic mat with lines on it, you know. But if you get them a paint rack and a cutting mat and this final one is a model holder, um, they're, I think it's either from Citadel, that's the official brand, or if it's just from Games Workshop, it's just a little um, handheld plastic thing that you take your model and it has these little spring-loaded clamps that open up and hold the model. So it's really nice when you're trying to paint that and you're trying to get a different angles. Otherwise, you can put your fingers on it. And if you've got glue and that sticks to the model, then that's a problem. But if you've got the little handle, it's it's really, really nice. So I would recommend those three together, the paint rack, the cutting mat, and the model holder kind of all as a bundle and it's really not that you could probably get that for less than maybe 40 bucks i would say mm-hmm. altogether, something like that so nice box set for for your hobbyists and then finally speaking of boxes a bundle box uh games workshop sells and, and many other places will sell a kind of a starter kit that comes with the plastic glue the blades for um you know cutting and then some brushes to go along with it. They, they sell an official one, but there are many other places, hobby stores online that will sell you a hobby starter kit for really painting anything, but specifically miniatures. So that's always a good start. Um, those aren't really expensive either. They'll give you some cheap, some of that stuff's kind of cheap, but if you're just getting started in the hobby and you're not sure if your friend or loved one is really going to get into this, then that this way you're you're giving them everything that they need without going overboard on price. So mm-hmm. really good, uh, really good gift idea there. All right, so there's my list for the hobbyists. Lawson, what do you have? All right, uh, to piggyback off your bundle box really quick. Uh, as an alternative, if you prefer, you can buy a ton of those items individually and make your own kind of bundle box if you mm. wanted as well. Yeah. So. Uh, I know some some places sell different things and you may not like like, for instance, I'm not super big into the Citadel glue specifically because it's mm-hmm. I don't like the the bottle variant. I prefer the Tamiya plastic glue because like it's brush and I can just brush it on and it's it's just 
it's a soapbox. Anyways, I prefer that plastic blue. It's it's better. It's my Settle favorite. Settle down. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so you could buy things individually and make your own type of bundle box. So soapbox over. Moving on. Another item you could do as a for hobbyist, and this is this is definitely kind of one of those gifts reserved for the hobbyist who's maybe been doing it for a while and is ready to take their painting to the next level, so to speak. Uh, and that would be nice paintbrushes. So sable brushes, or as most of the hobbyists who've been doing it for a while or any serious painters, Kalinsky sable brushes. Uh, they're really nice quality Kalinsky sable brushes. They're not the cheapest in the world. They are a bit pricier, so it's not something you necessarily want to you don't want to buy your, I'm going to stereotype really hard. I'm sorry. You don't want to buy your 10 year old nephew, um, sable brushes, no offense against the children. I'm sure they probably don't <laughs> ruin brushes, but you, you, you typically reserve those gifts for the people who've been in the hobby for two, three plus years who've been painting for a long time. And they are trying to, you know, maybe go to the next level where they're ready to invest in quality brushes it's kind of the same with the clippers can you do it with cheap ones absolutely do you need the fancy ones no it's it's just nice to have and that well, would kind of be where the paintbrushes land i'll also say that uh you know just to go against the stereotype of the 10 year old uh i'm looking now at my desk and my brushes look like hot trash <laughs> <laughs> your, so, your brushes hurt me on the inside i've seen them <laughs> and they make me sad I feel sad for your brushes. Yeah, I mean, they're I use uh, I, I use them for lots of things. Okay, so the brushes that I paint with yeah. might have uh, clumps on them uh, from maybe where glue got on them, and you know it's fine. It's it's fine. Mm. Um, mm. So, but also know I, I wanted to put this in here too because uh, it's important that even when you gift someone something really nice, you you can't be mad if they don't use it right. <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Just say it. That's that's fair. Right. So and and again, to, to, to be fair, I wouldn't try to be mean. So just moving on. I got you. I got uh, you. Next on my list would be a wet palette. Not everybody's going to be into a wet palette. Some people prefer to just paint on like, I guess a, a dry palette is what the reverse of that would be. I don't know. Some people paint on cardboard box lids. I've, I've seen a lot of different stuff. Wet palettes are super cool. Um, with a wet palette, when you set it up, and you can also make these at home with a Tupperware dish as well. I've seen that done before, so that's also an option. Uh, but if you wanted to buy an actual wet palette, I think you can get a wet palette for nine or ten bucks on Amazon, mm -hmm. uh, and it essentially will keep your paints fresh and moisturized for overnights or maybe a day or two. It, it does kind of depend on the paint. Some paints will function really well with that. Some paints absolutely hate it. So it, it is a little bit, but for your Citadel paints, you're fine. Um, yep. It'll keep them overnight, and it's great. Uh, I I love using my wet palette. Just don't be like me. Don't don't leave it closed for three days and then come back to a moldy mess. It's not the best oh. experience in the world. Oh, yeah. gross! <laughs> so, as an alternative to that, you can buy these little uh, copper sticks. They're not sticks. They're really small copper pipes. You cut them up. Um, I usually put like two, maybe half inch copper things um in the wet palette in the water and it helps kind of keep the water from getting super moldy it helps it last longer so tips and tricks hmm, there you but go very nice after wet palettes i would consider basing things now this is a very broad 
broad one. Basing things uh, consisting of the army painter pebbles and rocks. And I know what you're thinking. Rocks as a Christmas gift? Really? Yes. I got a rock. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not coal, so like what the heck? Like <laughs> if like if seriously, if someone came in like, hey, I got you a big bag of sand with some random rocks in it, and I think only Warhammer people would be like, Ooh, <laughs> sweet. And it came in the box that it came in had tons of like foam that you could make terrain out of. <laughs> like to anyone else, it would like what did you do? Why did you upset this person so badly? Yeah, well, it doesn't have to just be sand and rocks, sir. So before before you get all upset over there. Grass. Um, <laughs> yes. The most important thing, there's grass. Mm-hmm. Well, aside from rocks, sand, and grass, there are a lot of different things. Uh, AK Interactive is a really cool company that makes a ton of cool stuff. They make these uh, different pastes. So you can yep. do uh, muddy pastes, uh, arid kind of not sand pastes, but it kind of makes like a, a nice arid, uh, think Arizona type ground. Um, you can do snow. So they've got snow textures and different snow bases. And it's not like the GW stuff where it's a little too small, doesn't last a long time. It's kind of chunky and it'll usually last you a while. I've had my AK Interactive snow textures for, geez, uh, over a year now. And I'm not mm-hmm. finished with the first one. So it's it'll last you a good minute. So they're super solid. Uh, they also offer uh, water effects. So if you're kind of trying to get into different type of painting things and using different uh, techniques, you know, snow, water effects, things like that, you can buy. They have a uh, acrylic based water technique. Uh, it's you just drip it onto the the model or the base or whatever, however you're going to do it. And it'll help create those water effects. So you don't have to fuss with doing like a resin pour and all the nice. health stuff that kind of comes with that. So it's, it's a much safer, easier, cheaper way to get some water effects. And last on my list for the hobbyist, it's a bit of a big one, but it covers a lot of different ones. If you have anyone in your social circle or family that is into the hobby and has an airbrush then airbrush supplies are always always super useful Uh, and it's kind of goes back to the oh man i got sand it's kind of similar oh great cool (laughs) i got airbrush cleaner but to be fair think about it those of you that have an airbrush ask yourselves when's the last time you brought you bought airbrush cleaner you didn't don't worry it's okay they took care of it for you (laughs) cleaner thinner Things like that are always super nice to have. Um, I got a, it's like a airbrush holder thing. Um, it it's technically a cleaning pot, so it's it's the pot that just kind of sits there, and you can spray your airbrush into it, and you use it to kind of help clean clogs or like spray water through it. And you need to spray it somewhere, obviously. When you spray it into the cleaner, it filters it out, so you're not just spraying all that directly into the air. It's it's nice, but it also holds the airbrush for you. So you don't have to lay it sideways on your painting station thing. It kind of helps help helps it stand straight up. So it protects it, keeps it good to go. Nice to have, you know, you know, not required, but it's, it's kind of neat. I think, I think too, just a, an airbrush, like for, if, if someone doesn't have one, that's a really good gift. It's a little more pricey, right? It's a, it's a larger purchase, but um, it's one of those where you don't have to have an airbrush to, to paint at all. 
Um, but it's, it's definitely that enhances the hobby and allows you to, to paint uh, detail on some models, get you some shade effects in, help with terrain painting if you're into that, which also goes into from the gamer side. So you can double up that. So there's a lot of combos that you can do with our gift list with the gamer and hobby. Um, but there's plenty of things on this list where you can buy individual that, you know, at different price points, or if you're a really awesome person and you just want to unload on somebody and buy them a big like gift basket, like this is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's tons of cool stuff on the, on the hobby side and on the gamer side, we have one more list that is more of a catch-all. Um, and this is for someone who isn't necessarily into the tabletop game or you know maybe just doesn't care about the gaming competitive aspect um they they don't really want to put together models or paint or any of that stuff and this is just for somebody who likes warhammer thinks it's really neat but really watches it from afar so we've got uh just a couple of products here one is uh warhammer themed merch merchandise that you can get on i mean you can get it on etsy they've got an official store uh or like it's like a, like a partnership with merchoid i think and they have warhammer ugly sweaters that look <laughs> fantastic um i mean there's t-shirts there's little mm-hmm. bookmarks there's pins mugs christmas ornaments socks i mean mm-hmm. you name it there's all kinds of stuff and it looks it looks insane uh, but that's kind of part part of the point um so the merch is cool. And then, you know what? You can head over to our shameless plug, Dad Hammer <laughs> store, and get you some Dad Hammer merch. I mean, why not? Um, and, I, you know, we just we just started putting the stuff up there. It's pretty cool. It doesn't necessarily have any, like, hardcore Warhammer themes, but that's really the point. And it's got our, our logo on it. And then um, it's got our, our tagline, uh, Smooth Taste, Strong Finish on there so it's, it's not going to scream warhammer but i think it's it's classy enough for for the dads or or the folks that just like the, the podcast so yeah. head on over there um and then we've got two other products lawson to to round us out for someone who just thinks warhammer is cool yeah so for those who are just kind of maybe into the lore not not really gamers not really painters they just kind of think it's cool uh there is always the easy choice of books there are 50 billion different warhammer books by different (laughs) artists across age of sigmar and 40k counting like the heresy and stuff like that it's it's crazy they have a bazillion books and i've listened to a ton of them i know you've read a couple yourself as well Uh, they're they're really good books i can't complain Uh, some of them are tough most of them are awesome Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have people who aren't into physically reading books or they're too busy to sit down and read, sometimes you can always, always, always go with the audible subscription. That is again, fantastic. I, I use the audible subscription for all of my Warhammer books. Uh, and it is, it's perfect. It, it lets me sit down at the hobby desk and paint or build, and I can listen to an audiobook in the background. And it kind of helps set the mood and kind of gets you immersed into what you're doing. It's just really cool. Or, you know, it's good for if you're driving and you want to listen to something, you know, you can listen to books there too. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a really solid option if you don't like to physically read. But so if you don't like to physically read, Audible is a great option. If you prefer to physically hold a book that again, there's plenty of those to choose from as well. So 
That's a good one. The last one on my list for the Just Think Warhammer is cool is going to be the video games. And that's a another broad scope, but there are a ton of Warhammer-themed video games. You've got things from Vermintide, which is the Age of Sigmar-esque type of team dungeon clearer thing. Um, you've got Darktide, which is the 40k variant. And in both of those, you can play solo or with some friends. You just kind of go through and clear missions and collect stuff and it's it's really mostly designed to just be a hack and slash it's yeah there's a little bit of a story but you really just you just play to go through and just be the cool elf in age of sigmar's case or the cool imperial guard or yeah i would say i would say dark tides a a little better it gets the mood right and uh and the music and stuff so i I would i would lean more on dark tide than vermintide vermintide's cool i just i like the dark tide one better i think vermintide's and nothing against that. I think it's just a little older. Uh, Dark Tide's a lot newer, so it's it's got they they've had a, a couple more years to perfect the 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 scene and the theme and, and everything like that and the mood. Aside from Dark Tide or Vermintide, if you're not into the first person shooter esque type, if you prefer strategy, there's always the Total War Warhammer series. Uh, they've got one, two, and three are up. Uh, that is the Age of Sigmar fantasy based. Uh, top-down turn-based uh, real-time strategy or turn-based strategy you can kind of do a little bit of both in that one uh, so there's that one if you prefer that there's another there's a there's a couple 40k ones that are similar to that they're real-time strategies i can't think of them off the top of my head but i know i know that they exist um, there's another one that's turn-based it's kind of like civilization it's a 40k one again unfortunately i cannot remember the name right off the top of my head but i, I know it exists um, you could play that one there's the brand new Realms of Ruin for Age of Sigmar that just came out. Um, yeah, so that that one looks really cool. It, and it I, does. I, I was just gonna say that um, you know there's there's different there's different games obviously for the Warhammer universe and Realms of Ruin happens to be one that's a little more top down, um, kind of the similar to Total War Warhammer. Um, don't know much about it yet, but it, yeah. it's coming out soon. Looks really cool. But I, I wanted to not to kind of steal the mic here. I wanted to bring in uh, two more games that really have hit the mark for me. One of them's a little older in Space Marine, um, but they've got Space Marine 2 coming out at some point. I don't know when, but the original Space Marine, still a cool game, good hack and slash game. But there's another one that uh, for any retro gamers, Bolt Gun, which is like a Doom Wolfenstein 3D. I'm talking old school pixelated Doom and Wolfenstein 3D. First person shooter, got some good retro vibes to it. So definitely check that out. Um, so, uh, you know, just to kind of round things out, that is for anyone who thinks Warhammer is cool, video games, merchandise, all kinds of cool stuff. Hopefully this list, we've had a pretty extensive list. So if you've been furiously writing down with pen and paper or uh, or typing this up, I'm going to try to put this out on our in the show notes uh, for everyone if you're interested. But Definitely check out this list. I personally feel it's it's solid. Lawson and I will expect all of this on my uh, front door. So if you just kind of want to buy it all and mm-hmm. just wrap it all up and deliver it, um, I'll, I'll it'll be cool. I'd appreciate yep. it. Perfect. Yeah, I got you. Well, let's round out the show with a couple of bits of news. Um, hopefully, everybody's feeling festive after our uh, <laughs> gift <laughs> gift list ideas. And now you're like, oh, man, I hope I get all that stuff. Um, 
we've got a couple of bits of news, not necessarily a, a big news week, depending on your perspective. First is a, a new game from uh, GW or now, just call them Warhammer. Do we just call them Warhammer now since uh, it changed? Are they still Games Workshop? Whatever. Not technically, no. I think it depends on, you know, do you want to confuse the new guys or? Yeah, no? well, of course. It Cater- has to. Okay, well, then Games Workshop. Yeah, Games Workshop slash Warhammer. They've got a new game. We're gonna we're gonna just gonna touch on this for a couple of minutes because it's not really something that any of us are super excited about, but I could see where somebody would be. Um, we've been calling it Epic Forty K, Epic Thirty K, depending on when it takes place. Uh, but it's the official name is Legion Imperialis, and for, if you're not aware, it's essentially a Forty K game, but um a larger scale and the miniatures are even smaller so they're to represent instead of five troops as a unit you're going to have 10 troops on a smaller base so it's just kind of a a smaller scale the the titans are um you know just a few inches tall instead of the the massive ones that we get in 40k mm-hmm. really it's a cool looking game the the box set i don't know if the prices have been officially announced but i saw uh some rumors $200 for the box, which comes with a couple of factions. And then the you can buy a terrain pack for 60 and then some extra minis to round out your force for $50 a piece. And mm-hmm. that comes with not just one unit. It'll come with several. So, I mean, it's, it's not insane pricing. Yeah. We're talking probably around, my guess, is around $500 if you buy the box set, uh, a couple of sets of terrain, um, some extra miniatures, and then you can go up from there. It could be five to eight hundred, you know, really depending right. on what you want to do. But that lines up with a forty k price range. If you're starting an army, depending on what you're playing, um, you're not going to get any terrain for all of that. But if you're playing forty k, you're going to get a, a solid army for around five to eight hundred dollars, depending. Um, and then that doesn't include all the paints and everything else. So it, it's still going to be expensive. You know, quickly, Lawson, I, I was just going to ask you, I know, I already know your opinion mostly on whether or not we're going to do this, but <laughs> do you, do you think this is a good alternative for who, what's the market for this? Is this for a 40k player uh, or is, or is this for a brand new player that doesn't for some reason want to play 40k, but they're interested in Legion Imperialis? Man, to be totally honest with you, I'm not really sure what they're market is kind of going for here it's smaller which pros and cons if it's smaller it takes up less space maybe it's easier to transport uh but i can only imagine how much of a pain in the butt it would be to paint smaller figures than what we already have i already start having panic attacks when i have to paint eyeballs i can only imagine (laughs) if they're smaller Geez, I'll just, I'll just never, they, they don't, well, they don't have eyes. Yeah. No eyes. I, don't, I don't think you would paint them at all. I think it would be more <laughs> just like batch painting and, uh, well, your air, if you had an airbrush, that's where it really come in oh, handy. True. Yeah. But I mean, aside from that, I, I like the idea. I think you, you said that instead of having a squad of five, you'd have a squad of 10. So I think it's designed to be smaller in scale as far as the physicality of the models is concerned but larger in scale when it comes to amount fielded on a tabletop. So mm-hmm, I think it's mm-hmm. supposed to be where if you, if you were to compare the two 40 K is the skirmish game, so to speak, the yeah. small, small skirmish type deals in maybe a war scenario, but the Legion Imperialis is supposed to be like a full scale battle uh, compared to 
the skirmish 40k. So, uh, I, I can see the appeal. I don't think it's worth it for me. I, I'm already invested in 40k, and yeah. there's no real reason to go invest in Imperialis for new people, though. It's definitely an alternative to 40k. I mean, 500 bucks for roughly pretty close to a full force and some terrain. Technically, you're coming out a little bit cheaper than just a little bit cheaper than 40k depending yeah. on the army you choose so that's I, that's not bad but I, I still think this is for you know somebody that um that doesn't play 40k i, I really yeah. I, I don't see somebody playing 40k and this game unless no. it was you know hey we're going to go to the store and and you know the store provides the the models and the set sure right, right. you don't get into yeah. that but I'm, you know, you're talking painting up an entire fort and all the terrain that it comes with. You don't have to have the same level of detail because the models aren't as big. You know, it's right. more of a smaller thing, mm-hmm. but it's still yet another game system. And I think that's where, for me, I I'm struggling with the value proposition of this game. But and that's okay, right? It's not for every. It doesn't have to appease everyone. There's something for everyone. Some people love Kill Team and they they can't stand. 40k they don't, they don't have time for that some people love the board games some people love age of sigmar and they don't care for machine guns they'd rather just do swords and elves and and that that's the point that they have diversified everything so good on games workshop for coming mm-hmm. out with the new games yeah i just i i hope this doesn't just come out and and die on the vine you know after a year or so and then they discontinue it which is yeah Maybe maybe we're just not the target audience and there's a huge following for True. for epic um, and maybe that's the case. So it'd be interesting to see in the future where this goes, but you know, um, I, I don't know anyone that's going to be playing this, but that doesn't mean that we won't hear a lot about it. So I'm just not hearing a ton of, of hype, but, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, I, I've, I've been wrong before, <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll see there. Um, the next bit of news really quickly before we close out is just a reminder, the Warhammer preview coming up. And there are, there's been some confirmations. We, we had talked about predictions in a previous show. Um, we've got confirmation of Dark Angels getting a, a fairly healthy reboot slash release. They, I mean, I saw some stuff about potential new Terminators, new characters, uh, new vehicles, new mm-hmm. bikes, I think, too. I mean, nice. pretty uh, to me, it sounded like a new box, like a, a brand new box set. Um, not just a combat patrol, but one of those kind of branded Dark Angels boxes, um, which is a little weird though, because even though they came out with the Space Marine Codex, like why why Dark Angels? Are they going to do this for every other chapter as well? I'd be kind of upset if they didn't, to be completely honest. I mean, I'm sure Dark Angels have a huge following. Like I'm, I'm sure that when Steve finds out, if he hasn't found out already, that they potentially are getting their own fully fledged individual box set. You yeah, know, he's actually, going that's, the, he's going into the poorhouse. That's probably why he's not here. He's probably <laughs> on a plane right he's now. He's yeah, camping he's out. camping out at the GW factory, <laughs> waiting for that box to come out. That's exactly that's where right. he is for sure. Yeah, but it's I, I don't know. I, I would hope that they do this for everybody else. Uh, I would hope that the you know the Blood Angels and the Space Wolves get their own dedicated you know time in the spotlight. That would be pretty sweet if they did yeah. that for for them as well. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, Dark Angels being one, uh, maybe some new Necron models. Um, I've I've seen a a, a rumor that 
and I don't want to get my hopes up because um, last time I saw Kill Team Terrain, I was pretty disappointed. <laughs> this new Kill Team Terrain I'm hearing is potentially like a aqua water themed. I don't really know what that means, but hmm. um, maybe even some some kind of like uh, oil rig, ocean drill kind of deal. I'd be up for that. Um, so potentially some terrain. Of course, they had the whole uh, preview for like flesh eater quartz looking thing, and they had a, mm-hmm. a specific model that looked really gross. So if you're into that, we really should cool. be getting some Age of Sigmar <laughs> flesh eater quartz stuff. <laughs> And then uh, finally, something I'm sure that's going to set uh, all of Reddit and all the nerds and their brains explode because of how disappointing or how amazing something is. That's just that's just how these things go. Somebody's going to complain. Somebody's going to rejoice. Just the way it works. So stay tuned for the Warhammer online previews. Are very cool time to be in the Warhammer universe. No matter where, what side of the fence you fall on, gaming, hobby, lore video games, whatever, or just casual listener to the podcast. There's all kinds of stuff uh, in the Warhammer world to talk about. So stay tuned for future shows where we will get into all of it, of course, with our reactions on the all the new stuff that they announced and the Warhammer preview coming up. But that will wrap our show for this episode of Bolters and Booze. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Chief Librarian Lawson, the chiefest of all chiefs, uh, I appreciate your time and attention. Thank you for this delicious cocktail that is now gone. It was pretty dang good. So nice. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. worry. I I held my nose and I chugged what was left. <laughs> you of downed mine. it. It's it's gone. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it anymore. It is it's congratulations, good. congratulations. It's like taking well, medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I am David the War Boss, and we will see you next time on Dad Hammer. Cheers, Lawson. Cheers. Awesome.